Hello and welcome to another edition of Bertie and Paul. I am delighted to be uh, talking tonight to the mysterious Dan Devaney. Good night. Uh, Wimbledon's finest, Mikey Dahl. Hello. And the ever-present, Martin Henry. How you doing? You're, you're Good looking, evening, team. So, we started off last week in Fine Fettel, although... Dan Devaney saying that I was attacking Hendo in the podcast. I don't think I listened to it that back that much. So, was what did I say? Was I just being a bit more? I was. I'm trying to get a bit more sort of annoyed and trying to get a bit more passionate about it because I thought it was sort of whitewashed last week, but this week was better, or maybe it wasn't. But yeah, it was. Ah, listen. This is this is just for me. Listen, it was just that's the that's what I took for you. You started the chat, you're saying, right, Hendo, what happened? What was different? You're in a different seat, the different fans. You walk up to the ground a different way. And then you asked, was there Aberdeen fans in the stadium? So I just turned that off there. So it seemed uh, <laughs> a bad question. No, I was just, I'd listened to loads of Celtic podcasts and I just was, this is so bland. I was like, something, there must be something different about Celtic. The facts are that it's two games in. The biggest smile of the night, actually, doing the podcast is when Hendel realised that Rangers was 2 nothing down, but it looks like it's, in judo terms, it's Ikiwak, it's equal at the moment, but anyway, we never talk to Rangers, we won't talk with them again, because they seem to be pretty ineffectual. Yeah, so look, uh, another one, Mikey Dahl, what's your take on the start of the season? Are you optimistic, or what's your what's your sort of view on it? Uh, no, I am. Uh, I would say I'm I'm optimistic. Glass half full. It's been a it's been a kind of strange start to the strangely relaxed start to the season without these qualifiers, as as you've been saying. So um, it's just been looking forward to the games as they come around and can't really complain so far. I mean, two two wins, two decent performances. Um, you know the players that we brought in, particularly Jota. You know that the we kind of back and forth all all summer about whether he would sign, but he has signed, and he looks like he's he's kind of kicking on. Uh, the Japanese players, well, particularly Hatati in the first game, I thought looked looked pretty good, and um, yeah, I mean, it just they seem like they've had a good break and are, are up for it this season. I think I think it'll be a good season for us, Mister Devani. Ah, yes, I totally agree with Mike. It has been a very relaxed start, isn't it? Um, no real major tests. Um, the Ross County game was all one-way traffic. Obviously, the Aberdeen game was much a challenge. I thought Aberdeen put up a wee bit of a fight. Um, and then I've seen some previous um, visits to Celtic Park, but I know it's been a very relaxed start. Um, just kind of waiting for this Champions League draw coming up in a couple of weeks um, to see who we get and see who tests us. That's... That's what I'm looking forward for. Straight on to Ryanair to see what I can book. <laughs> are you? Are you? Was I being a bit too harsh on them then last week in terms of their strikers and? Ah, oh, that's just you, Paul. You know yeah. what I mean? You like to pitch, try and pick holes in them. That's that's your job as the leader of the podcast. You know. So, so an interesting actually a takeaway from the podcast last week was when Hendel was talking about the goalkeeping situation and how far upfield Hart's playing as the additional player, which he continued to do at the weekend. 
And so there was an interview with like the goalkeeping coach or like a goalkeeping. It, it wasn't the usual goalkeeping coach. It was a different type of guy. I'm sure there's loads of coaches, and he's saying that basically they're playing, they're playing just to get the push. They're trying to get the whole team pushed up so there's no gaps. But this is on the the fact that Postecoglou in Japan done this system and he lost two chip goals in the season. So they've got it factored in that they're going to lose two goals like that. Which I was, I, I was like, but, so there we go. That was an interesting thing. Hendo picked up on it. I looked it up and looked at it, and I don't know. Just you're playing, you know. What I mean, and the sort of teams that'll, will do that goal will be the Champions League teams. So hopefully this isn't a sort of crystal ball. But yeah, that's the way he's playing. But it's sort of factored in. They're going to lose two goals or three goals, but goalkeeper being chipped. Reckon Ham, like I, I don't, I'm not worried about it. If that's the system they're going to play, like as say, I think we've all got trust in what Postecoglou's trying to do at Celtic. Uh, it's worked so far. Um, I think this year will be another year that will continue to progress. I don't have any major concern. If we're going to lose two goals a season to chip goals, I think we'll take that. You know what I mean? Don't uh, lose any others. Okay, again, so we'll just. Only worries in the Champions League then losing the <laughs> championship. <laughs> <laughs> don't get the ball. Well, well, uh, well, that's a good point. We'll not have the chance to play the sweeperkeeper because we'll be in a half. <laughs> the, 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 um, other, the other thing, Mikey, was which sort of hit, hit me at the weekend was uh, your your second team Fulham against Liverpool, and they they really snubbed out this system, this three attacker system that they made. Liverpool really work hard for the the draw, and I'm just beginning to wonder if uh, Gigi Glakimakis is going to start forcing his hand and maybe changing it, and that might be actually a good thing for Celtic because I think if Fulham are working out how to play the system, you know, all our European teams will be have worked out as well. So it's good to have a different type of strike force because it becomes a bit too predictable. Like Fulham are amazing the weekend, like amazing, what a team! They they yeah, had no. battered Celtic the weekend. The press, the energy, the way they played the game, the way they kept Salah like on the. I mean, it was brilliant the way they played, and if we come up against a team like that in Europe, we're, we're scudded. So it'd be good to see Glakimak is actually coming on and playing a bit different. And sorry, in my point of view. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to. I mean, you know, as much as Postecoglou's approaches is always going to be similar, you know, that kind of that relentless nature. I don't, he can't be wedded to you know, that system all the time. Let's see, like Jack and Marcus and Kyogo kind of come on and played up front together for a bit, didn't they? Um, so, you know, that that's hopeful signs as well. More, I mean, look, individual games, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to envisage exactly how they'll go. You, you know, you, you could just get a Bayer Leverkusen situation where we just run into a much better team on the night and they and they cuff us. But you know, as long as he, you know, if he knows that he's comfortable enough to start changing it up a little bit, maybe he does drop drop Joe Hart back and not not so high up the pitch in those kind of games. That you know, as long as I think the the worry is the worry with Postic Goggles are harking back to. You know the the kind of Brendan Rodgers era where he just in Europe he just didn't change it at all. He just stayed the same, and we got a few scuddings. But I I think that Postecoglou has shown little 
flashes at the start of this season. He is prepared to mix it up a bit so that you know we are asking different questions. But it's very early days, so you know. But the signs are good so far. Um, but yeah, it's just yeah. I think we need to accept in the Champions League. You know, we if we have an off night and another team hit a purple, you know, a really kind of have a good night, then we could get a bit of a tanking. But you know, it's the same in the SPL. Like if we have a really good good night and you know, like Livingston come to Celtic Park and aren't completely at it, then they could they could get a bit of a scud. And we, you know, I, I know everything that Celtic do, do is under the microscope, but you know, this is a team that had like 11, 12 players come in last last preseason, and for me won the league unexpectedly. So I feel like we're already a year ahead of where I thought we would be. Um, I know not everyone agrees, Paul, we particularly. So. You know, I'm just. This is just. This is an unexpected bonus to be strength in the Champions League this year. I'm. I'm happy to let the team grow and evolve into it, and and you know, hopefully we, you know, we 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 surprise we surprise a few people because I think we can. Um, but then the flip side of that is, I think we could get a bit of a, a tanking as well. So, so Martin, did you see anything in the weekend? That- I don't know. Did it excite you? I mean, I, I thought that a bad goal was just phenomenal. I just was like, that's yeah. like that. Because remember, I was slagging, or not slagging, but I was kind of concerned about the Jota goal because it was a sort of, was it a great goal? In my book, that goal is 10 times better because it's slick. It's so slick. Yeah, it's a nice team goal, isn't it? It's, uh, the ball's moved around, the, the bodies are moving, the ball's moving. Um, so it was very. Very well worked. I think the other good thing that we've got at the moment is that we've got uh, a bit of depth now. So we have more than one player in a position, but those players are different types of players in, in that same position. You know, so Maida and Abada are different types of players. Forrest and Jota, you know, they're, they're different players. Kyogo Jakimakis, you know, so there's there's options off the bench depending on how a game is going and, and the flow of it that you know we do we do have a bit more depth and it's not it's not just a like for like change, although shape wise and tactically wise it might look like for like. We know the players coming on have something different to bring to the table. The, 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 so, Mr. Devani, what about the, the new defender? Because again I'm uh, Jens yeah. was it? Because I'm going to say, I'm going to call a spade a spade. Like uh, we lost <laughs> last week, we said that uh, our goal, our heavy goal, was so easy against Aberdeen. Geez, oh, that header against us at the weekend was easy again. Yeah, and if, easy. If flagging up the Brendan Rodgers thing that Mikey Dow just keeps going back to, Brendan Rodgers has still not resolved Leicester's ability to stop goals from set pieces. He couldn't do it with us. He couldn't. He can't do it with Leicester. And Costa Costa Corkle at the weekend, that ball came in. That was a free header. I mean, that chance is bigger than him. And then they just stood there and uh, Hart drank his bottle of water. And away we went again. I mean, that's it's too easy again. And all our goals last year were from that sort of situation. So, yeah. what do you think of the defender? I, I didn't really get a sense of him watching it. I was maybe it's because I was watching it on a small screen or whatever. I just didn't really get a sense. We. You're trying, you're trying to put and, and, that, and, and, and that kind, and that kind of game where there was a Ross County on the attack too much, and no putting too much pressure on us. But 
that's when you need your big defenders to stand up and be counted. When the odd chance comes Ross County's way, they need to be alert. And that's just a perfect example of them not being on the ball now. It's his first game for Celtic and he's just getting used to things and stuff. But then I suppose he redeemed himself when he goes up and he gets a free header at the yeah, end and puts it away. It's a great goal. It was another great ball. I think it was Jota who had the three assists from three goals. Puts in the box. It's just asking for somebody to tap their head on it. You know what I mean? So he it's done actually, all right. He controlled the header, didn't finish. he? He controlled. You've seen those headers Down fly in the over. Corner. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that was so another that was another little free kick, a corner kick, and they sort of pushed the ball out and moved it, so they got a better angle on the, the the corner. No, I'm just again, I'm just going through what we're seeing on the pitch. Uh, Hart seems to be a different world, a different sort of leader. He's getting more confident. That save he had was a great save. Uh, you need to remember with Jens as well. So Jens is kind of a team in the formation he's not used to. And let's go back to the start of the last season when we had Carter Vickers and Starfield, and they were making a lot of mistakes. A lot of stupid mistakes, you know what I mean? Um, and that few folk were going, oh, don't know about this, don't know about this. Um, but then they came good, you know what I mean? So that's a gay guy the benefit of the doubt. So the other thing is, Mikey Dow, the, the le- he's a left-sided defender, so he's sort of this, this word balance. Mm. What do you think of that then? I, mean, I, I, get, I get excited when people say that, but is it really at our level? Is it really going to make a difference? Or maybe... Spoke to Hendo about this a little bit. I mean, I think, you know, I think a, a left, you know, a left footer playing right back or a right back playing whatever, a right footer playing left back is is a problem for me. If you're playing two central defenders and they both get right right feet, and I don't know, like I, I, it doesn't seem as big an issue for me. I mean, I think Jens is right footed, but looks very comfortable on the left hand side. I just I don't know. I don't. I don't personally think that's that's a massive thing. But I'm not. I'm not a football kind of coach. It's not. It's not one of my things I look out for. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's speed yeah. of the ball. It's speed of the ball out, isn't it? They say if you've got somebody, I think he can play with both feet. So I think well, what they're I'm, saying is the ball goes out and then that ball moves just that, that tad quicker if you've got a player that's on the ball, which will allow you to move the ball quicker on the back, which makes things a bit more fluent. Which yeah, is, and I, 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 yeah, if it's those little, you know, if those little things make a difference, then then great. Um, I mean, I, I'm more impressed or encouraged by like the way Greg Taylor started. He seems to have really like grown into that role that he's playing now and I guess it's more that that's maybe more what I'm hoping for like this season the players that have now been there for you know they're in their second season are, are going to get more comfortable in the roles that they're in and like Taylor would be a great example of that I mean that that third goal for me Taylor just Taylor makes that if Kieran Tierney had done you know Kieran Tierney had kind of done that we would have been yeah salivating and you know Adding ten million on his his transfer price, I just thought his work rate was just phenomenal. You know, and then his little intricate passes as well when he won the ball back. Um, yeah, that that he, for me, he's just started the season brilliantly. And if a, and if a few others, just as we go on through the through the kind of stages of this season, can similarly improve, then you know that that will be that'll be good for me. I think that'll be a bigger, that'll make more of a difference than having a left-footed central defender to you know, move it quicker. But, you know, not 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 saying it's not a thing. I just, 
I don't see it being the, you know the the thing that will take us up a level or whatever in in the Champions League. I think you know, uh, it's not, almost... not, a, not a game changer. It's not going to move the dial either, is it? You're almost uh, looking for little it's... things, but aren't you? You're sort of seeing you're a better team, better balance, better players, quicker thought process, as in the third goal at the weekend. That was just, as Mikey says, that's players that have played each other for a while now, and they're just bang, 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 goal. And it, like that, that was the thing about the Fulham Liverpool game. Fulham knew they could give 60%, 60 minutes, but they were going to get tired. And then that's the exact same with Ross County. They can only do so, so much then. That sort of speed of thought of passing just blows teams away. It's like me and Dan Devaney on a Tuesday night, I mean, back in the day. But I mean, but that, that essentially is it. That's where your class tells and people are tired. The ball gets, I thought it was a great goal. So maybe you're, you're right then, Mikey, as a team then moving the ball. And Jota's, I don't think we'll get one season out of Jota. If he keeps going the way he's going... He could light up the Champions League or do something because he's he's a player, isn't he? An absolute that, player. He is, but he, he had a big dip last season as well, though. Um, you know, there was people at one point last season saying this guy's not worth the money that we're going to have to pay Benfica to keep him. So, as much as he's red hot at the moment and he finished the season pretty well, there was periods throughout the. You know, when we were struggling to win games, albeit we were winning them, he was one of the players getting the biggest criticisms uh, for not doing enough, for being a bit of a, what does it call him, a sand dancer and not really having any end product or conviction. Um, so I'm, he's, he's a good player, don't get me wrong, but he's not going to turn up and uh, get assists and goals every week. And it's more about when when he's not in form, how how long it lasts, and if he can still have a positive impact on the on the game or not. Because we saw last season that there were periods when he he wasn't uh, having a good influence. I I noticed though that Foster Coglu dug him out on that in his post match interview against Aberdeen. He was like, "Look, did Jota is one of the ones, even though he scored that great goal. He you know he was kind of his." performance dipped towards the end of the second half and this towards the end of the first half and into the second half. So I, I think, you know, Postic Coglu will be really pushing him to just um, you know, keep his keep his performances at that level. And again your point, Kendall with, with different options and different players and I noticed we've been linked pretty heavily with another winger, um Barcelona guy or something. Um yeah, I, I think Maybe in you know maybe it's part of the way that we're going to play under Postecoglou that he knows he's going to need you know he can't ask Jota to perform at that level every game like week in week out so um, but yeah I mean naturally he's not going to be be able to play like that all season but you know I think I'm hoping we'll, we'll get less dips than we did last season now that he's here permanently and playing in the Champions League because I do feel like he. You know, he's one of the guys that wants to kind of step up on a bigger stage. Champions League's great, isn't it? The Champions League's just brilliant, isn't it? Dan, it, 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 I mean, I, I know I'm a bit scared. I'm a bit of a scaredy cat, cat, but then he could... People like Jota and Glakimakis and even Turnbull could really st- turn up on the stage 
plus your three Japanese players, they could really go for it, couldn't they? Of course they could, 100%. They could really kick in. I've been there before. Yeah. I've been there before, you know what I mean? Like, it's these players could really step up on these big nights. It's it's just exciting. Like, this is where you want to be. This is where you want to yeah, test yourself right. against the Benz. We could be getting a hiding one of these games, a six or seven nothing against us, you know, and that's the fear factor. They'd hide behind the couch in these games. But the settle, but it's, the settle it's game. It's the games at Celtic Park, eh? It's the settled thing about Dan, isn't it? This is the first time me and you've been talking to each other where Celtic are pretty settled. Okay, I touched on it last week. And that settled might just give the team something better. You know what I mean? Ah, they've got confidence. You can see they're playing now. I mean, they've got plenty of confidence. Um, and I was just looking at like, the first Champions League games straight after the Rangers game. So the Rangers game's the 3rd of September and then the first Champions League game's that Tuesday or Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's plenty to look forward to. A lot of big games coming up. So the players should be up for it and excited and look forward to it as well. Plus the Cockley as well. As we he's just a, he done an interview there and he's saying he's going to get bounce, bounce games for like the sort of peripheral players in the squad. So just to keep everybody sharp. Which is interesting, but I think see when the Champions League draw comes in, say for instance, say for instance a Real Madrid or something like that, like players do look at that, don't they? they, they you start to get linked with players because it becomes a real thing then. Uh, and jeez, I mean Sanchez, Sanchez just left into Milan <laughs> for a freebie. But these type of players, but like I don't know like I don't know but the thing is it becomes real then doesn't it it's just not Celtic in the Champions League it's Celtic are playing Bayern Munich in the Champions League and that's something to sell to players uh, I, I know I, I don't I just can't see Postacoglu want to go down that road though of like what, what Rangers did but Aaron Ramsey and get those kind of players in where you know, I, I do think he it's a bit of a I guess it's a bit of a a poser because like what he really wants obviously we need more quality in the Champions League but I also think he wants young hungry younger hungry players um, you know that really want to step up and improve so I, I don't know I'd be surprised if we end up doing a sort of mad transfer like that but uh, yeah again may, maybe you still love it, but I'm making it, but yes. I still love it, yeah. You know, I don't know. Like, off the top of my head, I'm not sure, you know, who it could be. But yeah, if we had someone, you know, someone that's played at the highest level that could come in and like, almost play the anchor or midfield, like, yeah, I'd, that'd be that'd be immense. Would you, take, but, um, would you take Eddie back from Crystal Palace? Would you, Dan? Nah, I think that ship sailed. Well, he's not playing, is he? Aye. Can we? The Belly's playing for some sort of mad team in France at the moment. It's just funny these players just disappear off your radar. I'd take it. I'd take it. I like to see him just a wee bit of roll of dice, like a pure maverick. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that. And like if we, if we, we're talking about bringing in this Calado, the boy from Barcelona, Alex Calado. He's another. He's a striker as well. So like you get him, you've got Maida, you've got Furuhashi, you've got Jackamarcus. You know, if if the other boy does come in, there's. But he got did rid of he, he got rid of the players, but didn't he? he? Went through all the players, most of them are away. Yep. Barkas, 
has disappeared, Balangoli has disappeared, and then you go through the list, a lot of players have just disappeared, he's got them away, so he, he's gained the right, and he's gained the money, to allow him to get, and Barcelona, have still not logged all those players, so Barcelona are just like pure, do- the dodgiest team, they went from this like the, the Saints, or you know what I mean, they're pure dodgy, and they, they're under real pressure, so that would be a great cue for Celtic, just to bring one of those Barcelona players in, because they're under severe pressure, to get rid of numbers, to free up money to do all sorts of stuff, you know. So I mean that that is a possibility. If it's going to happen, it'll happen just now. You know what I mean? Another Mark Rosas. I know. All those little. Never happened to him. Did he play for Aki's? Did he? No. Was that the other guy? Was it that was the Italian guy? What was his name? That was Jose Catongo. Jose <laughs> 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 in the dancing. <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah you know like I, I'm just I just don't know I don't know I just again you're just looking for a wee bit more quality in your, every position but you're always going to be like that I suppose uh, and I hope yeah, but, but it is this weird position we're in where we can't I don't feel like you can really judge we've had two games or middle of August and we've had two games usually by this point we're in like game number 10 do you know what I mean and you're starting to form a view and and some of the players that are, are that are that you've just signed or whatever. It's it's all pretty early days yet. So um yeah I say the early signs have been have been good. I mean Sunday we're down in Kilmarnock with bloody Derek McInnes in a plastic pitch, do you know what I mean? That's another <laughs> we've got another plastic pitch back in the Did you hear Did you hear so, Derek McInnes' interview? Like literally he could he, he must do that interview in his sleep. Well, you know it's very important the first twenty minutes at Ibrox, and then he's like, "You've got to give them respect." But then you've got, and he just basically he's like, "We're not here to win the game. We don't have the quality up front yet to give them pose them that question." You're like, "Derek, you've done the same interview like seventy thousand times with Aberdeen." <laughs> he just basically copied and pasted. No, it's true. He's just, he's just phoning it in at this point. Oh, he's absolutely like loving it with the Van Bronckhorst and all that. Oh, I was just, but he's going to be an absolute git on the, on that pitch they've got. It's going to be a disaster. Have they signed that Alan Power back? The the boy that just charges about just he half that we booksy wee guy that we sold to Leverkusen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rimpong, is that his name? <laughs> yeah, Rimpong, yeah. I just like <laughs> first touch. He's not that type of player. He's not that type of player. <laughs> and I'm sure he gets sent off because he played with St. Mirren last year. And um, I just think, uh, I hope we've seen the end of these kind of hammer throws, but no, McKinnis oh, goes out and buys him. So I think he has bought yeah. him, yeah. He's saying there, he's back for Kilmarnock. Jeez, oh, he looks like dodging his pitching. <laughs> Jeez. Driven sure. in Dublin, he comes from. There you go, I never knew that. Um, so I kind of get the logic of people saying like we need a hard like a bit of a hard man in the pitch because yeah I don't know it's almost like throw James McCarthy in as your sacrificial lamb on Sunday and actually do him <laughs> first do Alan Power first to save some of our better players from getting getting like three months out well, he did do it last year didn't he McCarthy did get and send a few messages out yeah no he Rangers, did but that was towards the end of the game I want to hit Alan Power before he hits <laughs> <laughs> <Air pass. laughs> you know it's just, uh, unbelievable you need to have these thoughts but you, I'm just going to be watching that going he's just going to 
he's going to like he'll he'll choose a player before the game and then he's hatchet man. What about what about your man? What about that or Aussie? Or Aussie guy? My. Yeah, he's, he's just, he just took his wages and sat on the bench. <laughs> yes. But again, though, Job two done. games. Two, two, where are we playing Ross County in the cup? Because I think that is that will be the first game where he probably sends out his second <laughs> the string. <Duffers. laughs> um, in, in the end of August, it's like ah, right. the Wednesday night. Ah, it's a wee. Oh, Dingo. Oh, so that, that's really a good tester that. for anybody. A Wednesday night in Dingo. Yeah, yeah. You don't have beat on. Don't have beat <laughs> on. The old adage of can you play in a Wednesday night in Dingo? Yeah. So can we get back so to can, Tom Rogic? Tom Rogic, like, what is going on with that man? Like, he's he's been linked to Neil Lennon's team. Like, where's his ambition? And apparently, I read in one article because the Celtic wanted to keep him. But they just wanted to go to pastures and they wanted to go and walk about. Yeah. But the part is, like, he's going to. I think there's personal issues there, but is there not? Well, he must be if he's going to. Where's, where's your man? Where's Neil Lennon? Like, jeez. I'm not sure. I, I don't think that. I don't think that's true. I, I think Postacoglu said to both Rogic and Beaton, like, you probably won't play that much next year. I, I do. I, like, I'd, I'd be surprised if we asked him to stay. I didn't know. I didn't know there was per- there was a personal angle there, but um, yeah, I just thought we kind of. I thought the, that sto- was the story. Problem. The story originally was that I heard that um, that him and his partner, wife, whatever, is going back to Australia for family reasons, and people were saying about to start a family or to have kids or whatever the hell it was. I don't know, but then obviously that's Bill. If he's going to play with Neil Lennon and Nicosia, whatever the hell he is, <laughs> Nicosia. That's Nicosia, isn't it? I think it is. Neil Lennon. So, um, I listen, you don't know what to believe, but he was, in a, he was photographed in Australia. Remember, he was many went AWOL, then he turned up yeah, a yeah. few things and he got pictured in Australia. A car park. You wouldn't know what to believe in the press, that's the problem. He was in the airport, was he not, when like One Direction were there or something? That was the whole thing. Like, <laughs> One Direction got a picture taken and someone like zoomed in on it and it was like Tom Rogic just casually walking through the departure hall at Sydney Airport. Shot <laughs> left. <laughs> you look lost to be honest. Like, what are you doing here? Hey, what if, what, what if football fan is looking up the One Direction photos on, online and zooming in to find Tom Rogic in the background? It's, it's random, isn't it? But it's, it's very random. I think somebody super, superimposed that in there. <laughs> you could be here. Here, that Tom Rogic and for One Direction. <laughs> you never know. He wanted to try different things. I am. That's it. I am dying. I'm trying to get through my One Dire- Direction uh, song titles, but I can't do a Alan Shearer uh, type joke. I'm not that sharp. Each to their own. Each to their own. I'm not that sharp, but yeah. So like, we're all. Ben, ha- no, Back to the Champions League. I, I just can't wait for the Champions League draw to be made. And as I say. Um, what have we got up until then we've got obviously Kilmarnock away this weekend and then Hearts at Celtic Park and I think there's another two games I guess someday then Rangers before we start the Champions League game but the draw as I say is what is it the 20th when's the draw the 25th 25th sorry so sort of look forward to uh, Paul I mean I'm sure you'll do one like nearer the time but what are, who are the top one teams that we can that we can get I mean I'm not, I won't go through like the you know your ideal groups is, and that, it, but is, what, is Eintracht Frankfurt not one of them they not up because they won the they are because they won the Europa League 
Yeah, aye, that's right. They get the pot. They get pot one, didn't they? Yeah. So I did take well, pictures well, of it before. Let's guess. Like who's who's pot one? I'd say like Real Madrid's Real, Man City yeah. win the English league. Yeah, Real Madrid, Man City, Milan, Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich. Yeah, Milan, of course. PSG must be in it. Porto, and then and then Frankfurt. So Frankfurters. Yeah, you you're kind of guaranteed. You're guaranteed a. Like a, oh, you Frank, Frankfurt get whipped by Bayern Munich, didn't they? So maybe that'd be the team, but you'll never, you'll never get it. Celtic never get those type of teams, never ever. You've got to get a great team, you know what I mean? Where is this? I can't actually Aye, we've, see We've been man Real Madrid for the last 25 years, like, but it's guaranteed we'll get AC Milan because we get them all the time. They I'd, are Ajax. I'd love it, Real Madrid, I'd love it. The thing is, though, right, do you actually want Barcelona this time? Because... If they're having nope. a, no, they still got Lewandowski and stuff like that. But I'm sure, Gal, I'm sure Frankfurt put them out of the Europa League last year. Yeah, they look as if they're in turmoil big time. They look as if they're, I, I can imagine beating Barcelona in a bar. If it's, it just, it just, it just be brilliant. Oh, Champions League. I think Pot Two is probably a bit scary on Pot One. Like I'm just, have you got that? Up. Hi, Liverpool, Chelsea, Barcelona, Juventus, Atletico Madrid, Sevilla, Leipzig, and Tottenham's in pot two. You don't, you don't want Spurs. Last in year, pot one, and pot one were kind of right. Real Madrid, Frankfurt, Man City, Milan, Munich, PSG, Porto, and Ajax. Yeah, Ajax. I really don't want Man City. Like they're scary this year. <laughs> like they're always scary. Imagine, imagine Haaland running out of the Okay. <laughs> You see what he did at the weekend. You see what so I was reading about Man City and they they brought their their they brought their uh, right back and left back into the pitch a bit. So Declan Rice couldn't work out who was who he was supposed to mark. So that allowed people just to pick his pocket because it was all these Man City players playing football in about the midfield area, and the, the West Ham just totally confused. And then that let Haaland run from deep for that goal. He just runs. And like nobody knows who's to pick him up. Yeah. What a football player! Like what a football player! I know. And his finishing and is just ah. like, never in doubt, is it? Like no, when he was one last last player I remember like that was Batistuta. You know, like you just knew it was in the back of the back of the net if he was through and goal like that. It's the same with Haaland. You're like, this is this is getting in. You know, you got no no lack of confidence in front of goal whatsoever. He's just like. Bang. And he's speed on him as about us. So yeah, just, remi- just reminds me of Lee Griffiths. The lost man in his brain. I mean, you could end up with Celtic, Inter, Atletico Madrid, and Bayern Munich, and a Milan a decent team. That's ridiculous, man! You're going to get absolutely scalped. Aye. I mean, you could, but then you could end up with Porto. Spurs Spurs will smash us like Spurs are amazing do you nah, hear, hear that the, the South Korean the South Korean fans paid money to watch Spurs in a pre-season training camp and then Conte just had them run up and down for the whole crowd they're all being sick in the side of the pitch it's just like as if they were watching the army they didn't do any skill work they just had them run up and down the pitch <laughs> and they're absolutely flying it so I don't want them 
What was it? I'd like to go to Spurs. It'd be nice to go and see the stadium, wouldn't it? But, oh, that's a... A London draw would be nice. Getting getting a London team would be nice. We just, we just, uh, we're a staying at yours, Mikey. Oh, well, that's Aye. the problem. If Mikey gets a London team, he might do what he did with the Wimbledon <laughs> and just cash in. Cash in the chips, Mikey, and take a week off. <laughs> Airbnb your house does. A grand amount. Aye, so, so pot, pot one more, we'll take Frankfurt. Pot two, Tottenham or what? Leipzig, Sevilla. Leipzig. Mm. Leipzig, yeah, or Sevilla. Even if some of the team they used to be, they're still a good team, like, but like you say Barca. Barca. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't know, Barca's now got Lewandowski, so. <laughs> I, I'm going to say I'd take Frankfurt. Right. No, wait a Aye, but we, then we couldn't have Leipzig if we had Frankfurt, could we? No. So maybe take Ajax. Ajax. Ajax, Leipzig. So Potty, Potty, the minutes Dortmund, Salzburg, Shakhtar, and Napoli. Sporting. Because there you play, you play them in a neutral venue. Can we, can we, can we still get Potty? I think we possibly can. No, can we? Think, Results think, go away. No, I think we're right at the bottom. I like. I think our coefficient short. Like the Scottish coefficient's good. I think our actual team coefficient. I think we're like one of the lowest ranked teams in it now. Do you know your man Moravchik on um, Twitter? Moravchik mm-hmm. 67. You know how he always puts the things up about saying how oh, the league draw, or sorry, the cup draws in the Champions League and where he's standing on the coefficient points. I'm pretty sure he tweeted there the other week that saying it's technically still possible to make pot three, but chances of it happening are slim because it means a couple of the teams in pot three, um, or a couple of teams heading for pot three, I think, could be put out. It's not going to happen, maybe soon. Possible, but Jeez. unlikely. So when the Cel- when the Celtic are going to get, can you imagine if we get Real Madrid, Liverpool, Borussia Dortmund? I mean, that just be. I mean, that's that's pretty much that's an easy thing to get. I mean, you throw balls in the air and they come down. It's easy. <laughs> the fact that that's nuts. Rangers did beat. Borussia Dortmund that still feels like that never actually happened no that didn't happen that didn't happen that didn't happen didn't they beat Leipzig and Dortmund they did that's right so maybe we're being a bit harsh on ourselves maybe we're rubbish in Europe Mikey was Harlem playing with Dortmund the Dahans beat them yeah but I think he was injured or was he yeah because they get that is Rangers winning now are they I think Rangers are winning. Aye. Rangers are winning. God damn it. Fuck them. Fuck them. I swear the Rangers, the Rangers get a pot two or somewhere and they get the Champions League, do they? I really don't care where we get, to be honest. I just hope we get... I don't care because I'm just looking forward to it. um, I can't wait to try and see where I can go. I'm booking a trip as soon as (laughs) the draws announced. Yeah, I think I'm I'm there with you as well. Save my pocket money. Save my pocket money. So there we go. Now Martin Henry was unfortunately he he, he looked he he was left with the two kids and a dog, and we're watching the video and he just looked like they looked like a security guard that just couldn't sit down for the night. He was like looking at the window, he had to go outside, <laughs> saw his dog out, then he was looking at the roof, he was looking at the ceiling because his kids were making noise. So I think he just had to he had to just walk around the the site once more time before he he, he clogged in. <laughs> <laughs> Before he could open his mother and just sat there. 
He was still stressed out after last week's. So uh, I'm glad, so happy to see Mikey Dow. I such. I was kind of. I wasn't being that nice to Mikey Dow because Wimbledon was on, and I just kept slating him because he gave his house away for Airbnb. Meanwhile, Mikey was living the life of luxury. I just kept going him every day, like you'd have loved this, Mikey. But so I do apologise live on Sky for continuing that joke for two weeks. But you didn't miss Wimbledon that much, did you? Not, not one, yeah, not one bit. To be honest with you. Yeah, good for um, you. So no, it was good, but um, no, it's nice to be back. Um, I know. I'd, I mean, I know I sound slightly biased or obsessed about Brendan Rodgers, but it does make me chuckle all the stuff that's going on molested now. Like they're the only team in Europe that haven't signed anyone, and it's just like it's just pure shades of like it's shades of his last days and months at us. I just think he's such a snake in the grass. Like all the. All those players are in that team are kind of running out of contract. They've got one player that they can sell for a big amount of money, and Rogers is digging his heels in like, nah, 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 I can't. But what? Where are we now? It's the eleventh of August, and Chelsea want to spend like eighty million on this Fofana guy, and Rogers is just like, nah, can't sell him because we won't be able to get the quality to replace him. It's just, you know, Dedrick Boy, I remember he did that with us. No, no, we can't sell him, we can't sell him, I can't get a replacement in. Just, fuck it, I just... He's, he's got a sell-by date for definitely, he has definitely he got a sell-by date. He turns toxic as well, like, that. that's the thing. Like, people just start working him out. He's probably offered, like, Madison and all these different people, like, oh, when I get the Man United job, I'll take you and all of this, Do you know what I mean? It's just mm. like... Anyway, I think he can still buy his book in the selling shop. Can you, aye? I'm pretty sure he can. <laughs> <laughs> well, will this cost a living crisis? I'm, I'm going to be running low on toilet paper, so I'm going to I just don't give him a thought, Mike. Every time you come on, you just mention him eight times, but... Sorry. I bet that... Uh, that... But look at, I mean, look at English... If you look at the English... I mean, Everton have just bought something for 30 million. And it's just random guy. You know what I mean, they, they, please, these teams are buying players for nothing. Like some amount of money they're buying them for, it's just nothing to them compared to our uh, Newcastle just squad putting players. money here. Just, just squad players, like okay players, you know. So that's why people like Jota, they've got massive cart in front of them because they can really. Uh, Celtic's a massive platform for them to do really well, and as long as we ride that ride that comet we're okay you know what I mean yeah. uh, I mean well, listen they, they've seen what's happened with not, not as much Tierney but obviously Edward and Christie and Aya you know what I mean they've all been doing and got their big contracts um, and they're getting to play in the Premier League so like it's, it's it's definitely an opportunity for them they know that themselves and I'm sure that was sold to them when, before they came to Celtic you know what I mean yeah, for definitely, because definitely the, your 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 profile reaches new levels. But whereas his Vickers, his Vickers a different story where he's kind of been doing it. Tottenham, I know he wasn't playing, played a couple of games or whatever. But is he kind of the, he maybe found his level up here, possibly. Yeah, I, I just know. think he's solid. He's still young enough, but Vickers, isn't he? He's just a solid character. It looks he's still young enough, isn't he? Yeah, he's twenty-five. No, he's so young enough, definitely. I just. Look, I, and I think that's the thing I like about Postacoglu. Like, he wouldn't do... I suppose that was kind of my point in a roundabout way. I, I could never imagine Postacoglu 
digging his heels in with a board and saying like, no, you can't sell like Rio Hatati because I can't sign a replacement for him even though I've got three weeks to do it. It's like I'm sure he'd just be like, yeah, he can go because if he's not, if he's not with us, do you know what I mean? If he's not, if he's mentally, yeah, good luck. Yeah, sure. like, we can get someone else in. That that's what I really, I really like about he buy he un, you know he's a coach and he wants to coach good players. And Postacoglu has said that before in, the, in the interviews. You're right, Mikey. He has said that. If somebody doesn't want to be here, then there's no point in being here. Yeah. Which, again, is an old adage. But it's, but it's the ethos that you need at Celtic. There's no point. You know, we've been down that road of like holding on to Edward. Baggage. Yeah. You know, even like people... Fire. Like yeah, it's like... Everybody, everybody, everybody in the crowd knew they wanted to leave. Everybody. Yeah. It wasn't a secret, you know what I mean? Well, Lennon came out and basically said it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So, you know, that that is like it's going to be. It, that'll be the first. We haven't had any big bids for for players since Postecoglou has come in. Obviously, he's only been here a short period of time, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens when you know. And I'm sure it will. And I'm sure it will. You know, a big money bid comes in for maybe Juranovic or um, Matt Riley. Yeah, exactly. Hattati would always be the one to me that seems, you know, potentially he could go as well. So, um, yeah. I mean, the Lennon, the Lennon, the Lennon hangover. I mean, Jetty is still like one of the top earners in the squad. How did we? How did they sign that off? Who signed that contract for? Like a bit part player for West Ham comes up to Celtic, hardly fit. And he's getting multiples of thousands a week. Like, tries, it, tries to play in Postecoglou's team and does his hammy and doesn't make it after 20 minutes. It's a runabout. Like, who signed that? that? Who signed him? You know, it's just a shocking sign. I mean, well, what? I mean, we knew what type of players we needed and he wasn't, he wasn't that type of player, right? not? He yeah. was never, he was just never going to cut it. But then Lennon's got a massive, the, him and, uh, we call it uh, Ronnie Delia. We're uh, signing strikers for tons of strikers. That never, but yeah, I, 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 I think you're right, Mikey. But just again, say, you're right. It's early doors. I'm, I'm jumping in. I'm just a shock jock. I just want, I just want shock. <laughs> but uh, used to her a bit I think it'll be good to see next year as well if he gives a couple of the young guys a chance. You know, like I know he's put skills on it. Well, it's, he didn't even through the ranks, came firing and stuff. But if, even if he gave like Vata a chance or couple of these boys you know what I mean who seem to be doing really well in the, the lower tiers of youth teams well that was interesting to see them get, get a good chance well that was interesting the quota because of the quota for Champions League we need to have like five homegrown players and then four players that have been homegrown by the SPFL and that's the reason one of the guys was writing that that's the reason why Mikey Johnson is not going because we need him as, we need him as one of our allocation which I thought was kind of mad. I don't really believe it. I was like, geez, like, you know what I mean? Like, Mikey Johnson, is that, is, is he ever going to play for Celtic again? I would doubt it. So what's the point of being there? I doubt it myself. I, I love him. As you say, make up, make up the squad numbers, as you said. Maybe that's the only reason. Oh, that's, that's shameful, but isn't it? When you think about it, like, maybe give somebody in the youth team a wee chance to maybe grab yeah. the chance that Mikey Johnson's had. And just bottled it, you know. 
Yeah, that's poor. I didn't realise that that was... I'll send it on to you. I'll send it on to you later. But that was the same as an allocation. You've still got to have a quota. And James McCarthy, because he was Aki's, and Mikey Johnson fills the quota. It's funny, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've got high hopes for Montgomery's on loan at St. Johnson this year. I, I could see him fitting in well to an Ange Postacoglu team of the future from the little bits I saw on Celtic very raw obviously but I could see him improving for you know we're a season away on loan um, kind of a la Ryan Christie sort of thing I'm quite hopeful that he that he could be he could still feature for Celtic in the future because if you look at the historically Dan Devana you're better at this sort of stuff than me but historically Celtic have been stuck in Champions League games we've played like raw boys and really bad teams and we've really been yeah. stuck so at least this season unless we get smashed by injuries we might again I'm touching wood here we might have a chance actually just to get into with decent professionals because like I mean, you can think of back, like, we've been, even last year, Montgomery played in the European games last year, you know what I mean? Like, hopefully this year... They did, actually, that, exactly, that's it. Hopefully we caught it short. Yeah, well, hopefully we're not caught short this year, because that's just a disaster. Because the golfing class, even last year when Rangers played us in Welsh, um, come on, remember? At left back or right back, I mean, they're just tearing us apart. You're like, oh, we just don't want that drop in class. There's extra games as well coming up, you know, with the Champions League, it'd be good to even say... As I say, Devata, but even like who's our like Owen Moffat and Ben Summers, like young lads like them who have done well. They actually played in pre-season a good few games, and, and Ben Ben Summers had a great game, one mm-hmm. of the games in pre-season. You know what I mean? So either my channel, like the game against maybe Ross County, I don't know, maybe because they're a Premier team. But even if you get a lesser team, throw them in there and see just see what happens. We get beat, get beat. Like you know what I mean? Chances are you only, but yeah, well. I don't care about League Cup this year, just it's all Champions League. If the League Cup needs to That's be. That's what I'm saying. Throw the young lads in and see how they go in. Yeah. Yeah, for that. And obviously, the goalkeeper we bought from Dundee United, I like to see him play for Celtic, you know what I mean? Because he's a good goalkeeper. Just see what he's like. Because obviously. But so, is, but so is the other lad. Who's the other guy? Oloemi, is it? Um, who was in the squad at the end of last season as well. Yeah. Um, he's he, he's everybody's raving about him. Seems oh. a bit like that Seagrest one seems to me like that's put him down the pecking one more down the pecking order, which is a bit strange. I'd agree with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah. is Seagrest homegrown as well? Maybe that's the reason. Could be actually. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely not for Hamilton. Swiss Scottish. Dundee United are back in the big leagues. You know what I mean? <sighs> in case uh, we'll see what happens through, man. That'll be great. Yeah. Bloody coefficient. Yeah. But anyway, I think I'm gonna go and edit this and just delighted you guys are back. I'm sorry Martin Henry just disappeared, but that, those are the, the joys of trying to juggle a successful podcast and children and a dog. <laughs> and a successful career, don't don't forget. Oh, a successful career the, the as well. Financial advisor. <laughs> how, how are you going, know, Mikey? You you're still flying it, you're still there? No, I wouldn't say flying, you know. Um, but I still, uh, still try to live the live the good life, Paul. You know what I mean, as much as I can. Email. We had Daniel last week. We had a picture of Martin and a, 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 a yellow vest and a hard hat, and it, 
It just, it just, it just, it just was Tony Blair, wasn't it, back in his day? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Great for me. Obviously, young Martin's doing well. We second home, you know, so it's mm. good. I drove. I drove past. I was driving at school, or just driving to drop people off one day, and I, this guy in a sort of big sort of jeep thing, well, the stuff on it, drove past, talking to somebody phone about half eight. I was like, Dan Devan, he's the man. He's a player. He's a player. He's a Gary player in the industry. He was just serious. He was focused. No, I mean, he's just on it. I'm like, oh, I need to. I need to get myself a shake, Mikey. I need to get myself a shake. Well, anyway, fantastic. Next week then, Mikey. That's his Stevens. Stephen doesn't have, a, have any internet, but he's going to join us next week. And then Bertie, done his usual, disappeared on WhatsApp for three hours. So we'll have to try and see if we get Bertie on. Uh, but, uh, yeah, let's see if we can try and keep this going then for the next couple of weeks because there's plenty to offer and it's good football. Celtic are playing well, aren't they? And it's enjoyable and it's, it's as uh, Dan says, it's exciting times, money. We'll get live for the pub next week. Oh, in the Champions League groups, we should just take a day off from that. I mean, just because Mikey Dow's all over the Champions League. That's one of your. That's one of your times you come up alive and WhatsApp into you. It is. Oh. I've got like all the different group options and stuff like that, and I've graded them. From... <laughs> anyway, it just gives you. It just gives you synopsis of teams. Not I me. Mean? It's just like, what are we going to do with this team? And Mikey straight in bang, that's bang, a whole bang. Other podcast. Oh, Mikey yeah. Dow's <laughs> on it. The, the, the drawing. Out. I can't do anything for the rest of the day, which is usual, but like a lot more. I'm just totally. I'm knackered after. I have to go and sit down on a bench. One time I was walking through a petting zoo with the kids, and Mikey Dow was just rattling stuff, and we got like this mad group and I just had to sit down for 10 minutes and I couldn't work out what was going on I mean Mikey is on it he's just on Sky Sports News there live <laughs> yes <laughs> anyway lads thank you so much Mr Devaney I'll see you next week for a pint Mikey Dahl maybe one day I'll get to London there is discussions but we'll see and uh, yeah fantastic and hopefully Martin Henry's did, got his security sorted and the kids down and the dog sleeping so <laughs> He's some boy. Oh, fantastic. All the best, lads. Thank you so much. Take. See you take later. Bye-bye. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.